I'm in the gym to work out to get better. I'm on the soccer field in order to get um, to get better. So it's uh, it's helped me not only in the gym but also outside of the gym as far as mentality goes about everything. Just um, you know, it's gonna be tough. Uh, you just have to push yourself. You know, so as far as clients go, I've always said like, hey, let's just you know take it one step at a time. Let's maybe take out you know one bad meal you know a week like just starting off that is making a difference a lot of people when they first start stretching they, they hate it they say it hurts it's uncomfortable um and it's just the wrong idea welcome back to the building better people podcast this is your host charlie lima thanks for tuning in i've got brandon castro on the podcast today brandon is one of our newest personal trainers here at BoomFit, and actually started crossfit not that long ago he's been a personal trainer for several years but just started his crossfit journey you're gonna love hearing it enjoy um my name is brandon castro um, i'm a new trainer here at BoomFit. Um, i'm engaged uh, to abra she actually just started this week um, so we're both new to crossfit um, i uh, was a trainer at gold's for a little over five years and was looking for um, a gym that was just uh, really big and in being involved with their members. So um, that's what drew, uh, drew me to College Chase and CrossFit, and uh, that's kind of how I got started here. Awesome, Brandon. So I obviously know how old you are, but why don't you let everybody yeah. know? How, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 28 years old. Um, and you are, you're engaged and getting uh, married when? I'm getting engaged, oh, I'm engaged now. I'm getting married uh, November 3rd. Awesome. Well, <laughs> and I know you mentioned Abra just started, so mm-hmm. super cool having you guys at the gym. Um, so, you know, a lot of times whenever we do these interviews, um, I'm, I, I get a lot of people's fitness stories. But with you, I, I'm interested because you mentioned you've been a trainer for five years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I know that. We've been meeting for several months, but... Tell me how your experience in CrossFit has been. Like, what was that first workout like? Okay, so the first workout, I, I thought everybody here was crazy. Um, they were just, everybody was so fit. Um, it was, uh, I'll never forget it. And I think everybody remembers their first CrossFit workout. Um, it was uh, three minutes to do five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 air squats, um, you have to do three rounds of that and then do as many calories on the assault bike. And then you rest for two minutes after that and uh, you repeat that for five rounds. And um, I made it back to the bike, the assault bike the first round. And after that, I don't think I finished <laughs> even the the uh, the third set of uh, pull-ups. Well, and I remember that was a noon class, right? Uh-huh. Because I worked out with you that day and, and I thought, man, that first round, you were cruising. I was like, dude. <laughs> And then it was, I think, probably around round three or oh. before. I don't know when it was started going down. It, it, it went downhill quick. <laughs> so, if, you know, being a trainer, obviously, and very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Um, before experiencing CrossFit, what were some of the thoughts that you had about CrossFit? And you can be as you know honest here. You don't have to yeah. sugarcoat it, but. Just, I mean, I think it's valuable for even other trainers to learn and know, and, and even people that might have any type of prejudgment of CrossFit, right? Okay. Yeah, um, CrossFit, my, my first kind of impression was that it was all about just getting everything done as fast as you could, um, very minimal on technique, and just, uh, I mean, they had to be a different breed of people, you know, just people that want to be that workhorse and... Uh, 
you know, it doesn't matter what happens to their body. They just want to get it, get it done and best time they can accomplish the workout in. Um, and so coming over here and, and seeing that it wasn't that way, it really opened up my eyes for sure. There's a lot more tactics in the way they're going to, you know, approach a certain workout, uh, mobility is involved and I'm just I'm huge on that and that just really opened up my eyes and, and see it from a different angle so and what have you learned in terms of being able to apply it to your own not just your workouts but maybe your clients workouts you know I, I think what I've learned is um, it can be a lot of fun you know um, not that I never would have fun in my own training but you know it was you know I could teach people how to you know, kind of make their workout, you know, I may have a program written out for them, but I can say, here, here's your program. Now let's kind of work together and find out how your approach is going to be when you come do this exercise. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, that really made a difference um, into my training was kind of working with my clients to see how they're going to approach. You know, I have an idea of how they should approach it, but this let me ask them and get their voice and their opinion on, okay, well, this is how I should go about it. You know, I think back when I first found CrossFit, uh-huh. I had been a trainer for five years, uh-huh. ironically, exactly. You know, I started training in 2003, 2008, went to my CrossFit certification. And what I appreciated about it was it was just another tool in my tool belt, right? It was Absolutely. just another in, um, ability and a program and way that I can influence and impact my clients' lives in private training. And so um, I know that you, I mean, you're very knowledgeable and you have a really, really good handle on how you train your people, but I've just loved seeing you kind of working out in classes and getting mm-hmm. to know. So now let's kind of rewind time and, you know, you started personal training five years ago, man. Where did all that start? How did you become a trainer? When, you know, were you in shape when you were a kid doing pull-ups yeah. or tell me the story? Um, so growing up, I was just, I, I guess I was always one of the most fit people around as far as sports goes. You know, I always had, um, I was a little bit faster than everybody. Um, I wasn't necessarily always the strongest, but um, I was very explosive in everything that I did. So sports really, um, you know, any sport that was... Uh, you know, you had to be explosive in like soccer, or football, or things like that. Um, I really excelled at, and so my idea was, you know, I really wanted to play, you know, professional sports, um, but uh, at five seven, one seventy, <laughs> doesn't really happen too often. So um, after high school, it was okay. I enjoy working out. I enjoy being fit. Um, what can I do to share that with others? Um, so I, uh, I got, uh, certified through NASM, um, and then, uh, a few years after high school, I was working out at Gold's, and then I had a buddy that worked there, and he said, hey man, I heard you're certified, I'd love to get you on as a trainer. Um, I thought, great, yeah, I'll just come on there and, and start training people, and that'll be it. Uh, there was a lot more to it that, uh, I didn't understand as far as, you know, you get to actually build relationships with people, and uh, I mean that was just a plus. You know, and uh, I think that's where I've actually fallen more in love with the idea of training people. It's it's a lot more than just working out. It's um, being almost a mentor, um, 
not in the gym, but also outside of the gym for him. So, and what did when you say you were playing sports growing up? I mean, was that just a, a nat, were you a natural athlete? Like, would you? Yeah. Oh, I mean, as? I was. You know, almost anything I touched, I could do. Um, and I mean, whether it was extreme sports like uh, skateboarding or biking or anything like that, to um, you know your your traditional sports, you know, soccer, football. I mean, I just I, I seem to excel at any one of those that I put and my you hands know what, on. What I think is fascinating about that is you are very patient with your clients. I just can tell when mm-hmm. I watch you train. You very much. Uh, you, you I mean you're you have, can understand if they come in in their first day and they can't do much. Like there's not this like man, mm-hmm. come on, figure it out. You know, right. you know, you're opposite of that. You you're very thorough. And for most people who are just natural athletes, to have that ability to kind of switch into trainer mode like that isn't easy. Right. So at what point did you figure this out or has it just been something that you've... You know, I think it was... Like on the sports field, it's, I think it's a different <laughs> different game. You know, I want everybody to be up to par. And um, I actually had... Um, so I played in a... Uh, in the MPSL, it's National Premier Soccer League. It's kind of like a like a farm league for professional leagues for soccer. And um, I had a buddy on there that he was uh, he was kind of like a player coach. Um, he started out coaching, and then we had a bunch of people get hurt, and uh, so he ended up playing. Um, but in one practice, I remember I was getting so upset with people and saying, "Hey, you know, you need to pass the ball this way. You know, you need to. You know, I'm trying to just make people do things the way that I thought." And um, you know, he told me, look, you know, it, that's no way to bring somebody up and make them perform at the next level. And so um, he uh, really just, like, I think I have two practices told me, like, you need to kind of watch your tone. And and uh, that made such a big difference in the way that people played with me. And I think I just took that over into the gym. Um, and that was a, a big difference because people just started to... Uh, wanting to work with me so with, alongside sports did you have like a, a gym membership or did you have this kind of dedication <laughs> to your running and fitness soccer obviously you're doing a lot of conditioning yeah. but yeah um i've always had a gym membership uh right out of high school I, that was one of the first things i did was go get a gym membership now that i couldn't use the high school gym um so yeah and then do you see in your sports? Do you still play any? Soccer? Yeah, yeah, I play soccer uh, at least a couple times a week still. You still feel like you're as competitive as you were ten years oh, ago? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I I think uh, it's changed a lot in, in the ways that I am competitive. Mentally, I'm much more competitive on like how the game should be played, um, but I think physically, you know, that's kind of plateaued and maybe gone down some in the past 10 years but um you know i think i understand the game so much better and it's and it's actually improved a lot in the way that i play and that our team will play together so what are some of the most beneficial like fitness characteristics on the soccer field outside of like just endurance like what you know it's just it's just mentality for sure um you know, it's being able to, to work together and, and pick each other up. You Do know? you have like an intramural team kind of thing? Or no, I, I, just a city league team. Just a city yeah. league. Are y'all good? Um, in the past four years, uh, I guess five years, we've only lost 
maybe a handful of games. Wow, um, so when y'all show that, up, are like people like, whoa, those are those guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes, it depends, it depends. Um, you know, there's weeks where we'll be, we will go, you know, it, you can kind of run rule them. It's uh, 10-0 and then the game's over. And there'll be weeks that we just do that consecutively. And then there's other weeks where we just maybe beat a team 3-1. to one. You know, and I think it just depends on, you know, what our mentality is that week. Is so. it a pretty good workout? Uh, it can be for sure, for sure. Um, it uh, it's a lot of cardio, and I usually do that for my cardio. And uh, now that I do CrossFit, I'm getting kind of both, and that's really improved my cardio there. So, absolutely. so okay, so you got uh, you said you kind of started personal training. You found out, man, I, there's so much more to this. I love building relationships, and then you know, one thing that I've noticed about personal trainers is. Sometimes, like, they're on their own fitness journey. Mm-hmm. In other words, like, they're helping people to get healthy, but at the right. same time, you know, they've got a resp- they've, they've also got another client in themselves. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> and so how, in the last five years, would you say, has your personal workouts been while helping others in their fitness? You know, I think... Uh, some of the biggest things is just always remind me to stay humble. You know, watching these people that are are stepping out on, into the gym for their first time, it's um, a chance for me to remember, like, hey, you know, you had your first chance being in the gym. You know, the first time you got under a squat bar. Um, you know, seeing these people learn things over and over just teaches me. You know, to say, hey, you know, not every day is gonna be just awesome awesome you're gonna be you know it might be your first time to do this workout and um you know kind of approach it with the mentality of okay i'm here to get this workout done um and it's okay if i'm not the best at it so um you know it's just it's really taught me to have a positive attitude and be willing to learn um from my clients that you know they may struggle i may struggle would so. you have ever guessed like 15 years ago that you would do personal training? Yeah, no, not at all. Um, 15 years ago, I think I wanted to be an accountant because I really liked math. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, I, I, I think a couple years after that, um, you know, I think working out was a little bit more fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So has eating, um, growing up, did you eat healthy? Were you kind of one of those people that could eat whatever you wanted? Oh, I could eat whatever I wanted. You know, I think I, I always would joke about uh, I play soccer so I could eat tacos. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, I, that's, I think, one of my biggest downfalls is um, being able to, or not being able to, but, you know, just seeing that, you know, if I do a hard workout, oh, man, I, I think I earned this. You know, so it's um, it's it's a tough game going back and forth on, okay, should I eat this? Should I not eat that? Kind of and thing. what have so, you found for your clients, for example, like what what works best when somebody's trying to lose weight? You know, mm-hmm. is is it you know as simple as just having a meal plan? Do you mm-hmm. figure? Do you find it being a lot more of a mental roller coaster yeah. um, accountability? Absolutely, like a mental roller coaster. Um, I I feel like everybody gets excited, they're hyped at first, and they'll do like two or three days of like just eating great, and then like the weekend comes, and then it's right down to the bottom again. 
Um, you know, so as far as clients go, I've always said like, hey, let's just, you know, take it one step at a time. Let's maybe take out, you know, one bad meal, you know, a week. Like just starting off that is making a difference. Um, so I think you can't uh, just do like a crash diet. Um, so I think going every week to week, just maybe eliminating one thing or maybe adding another thing that's going to be positive in their nutrition. Baby um, steps. Baby steps, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially probably for people who's currently, it's like, man, they're way off mm-hmm. to change everything at once could be, yeah. become a little overwhelming. So starting CrossFit December was, I think, the first workout. Uh, I think, mid, yeah, middle of November, early December. Yeah. Um, I did a couple in November um, and then uh, came back in December. Have you seen any, like, physical transformation in yourself? Have you seen any difference in Oh, your... absolutely, as far as conditioning goes, for sure. Um, you know, those first few workouts, I, I came here and I, I got crushed and... Um, and then I feel like these past few workouts, I've been able to kind of crush them, you know, yeah. and, and go back and and um, be able to have just, you know, a little bit better endurance. And then it's also changed my mindset, you know, on the soccer field. Like, you know, we're doing this for a reason, you know. I'm, I'm in the gym to work out to get better. I'm on the soccer field in order to get... Um, to get better so it's uh, it's helped me not only in the gym but also outside of the gym as far as mentality goes about everything just um, you know it's going to be tough uh, you just have to push yourself you know it's it's funny you bring that up because I I ran a lot mm-hmm. you know and right around the time I started CrossFit and, and got into running you know longer distances and then 5Ks mm-hmm. what I found was CrossFit got me faster and I think it's exactly what you bring up. It's the intensity factor. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's, you know, I, I would go to cross or do CrossFit and then have this mindset of like, man, I got to get this done for time. Right. Whereas with running, yes, it's for time because if you run a 5K or if you go out for a training run, but when you get out on that race and you, you actually do the event, mm-hmm. man, there's a different, when you're a CrossFitter, when you've been training in CrossFit classes or in that environment, so I could see how going out to the soccer field, mm-hmm. intensity goes up, which makes, you know, overall performance go up, you know, mm-hmm. and I could see that affecting the soccer field the same way. What, um, you had a little background or you, I know you were doing a little Olympic lifting before you came yeah. here. Um, I started Olympic lifting, let's see, uh, probably January, 2015. I really kind of dove deep into that and, um. So that was actually like my favorite thing to do in the gym. I just felt like it was so technical and, you know, with being in sports, I always liked the guys that had the best technique and maybe the best moves. And I felt like Olympic lifting was just a step above, you know, doing a regular bench press. You know, everybody can bench press. Um, everybody can can squat. But taking that, you know, bar and throwing it over your head and squatting with it at the same time is just uh, it's another level of fitness that I just wanted to be really good at and what where were you finding the resources and the knowledge to um i I read a lot of um becoming a supple leopard by kelly Starrett, and then also uh, there's a guy named uh, daniel camargo and he's a big um, olympic lifter and uh, he's got a, a book it's called um, cues and tips for 
Olympic lifting, I believe is what it is. And would you so, recommend that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. to improve? Absolutely. Is. Uh, if you want to get better at your Olympic lifts, um, that's that's huge. And if you want to get better at moving, um, becoming a supple leopard is, is probably the greatest thing that's ever happened to me as far as being a trainer. And on that note, man, I mean, I've another thing I've really noticed about all the clients that you train, and I think it's awesome, is they get here early. They start mobility mm-hmm. you and not just that but you man i saw you earlier and they were doing the <laughs> band pulling you one yeah. direction the other direction i was like man that looks and you're so disciplined so was that all influenced by the supple effort yeah absolutely you know um i had a really good uh, mentor uh, a really good friend and um a trainer that he just he came over um he moved down from dallas back to College Station, and he said, man, you need to read this book. It'll change the way that you look at life, basically, you know, more than just in the gym. And, um, you know, as I read it, it was it was just teaching me how to move, um, you know, how to, you know, stand and walk and, um, and taking that over to my clients. You know, a lot of them looked at me like I was crazy. You know, like, why are you going to teach me how to walk? I've been walking for 50-plus years of my life. And um, I said, well, well, when you walk, where do you do you have any pain? You know, I may have pain in my knees, my ankles, but that's because of this, this, and this. Well, you know, it's you know teaching them how to redo those things is it's um, it's you know relieved a lot of pain for them. You know, and uh, I think reading that book and learning how to to move has just increased their ability to work out as well. So give me some. So somebody listening right now probably is like, I'm going to buy that book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Supple right. Leopard, Kelly Starrett. It was super popular in CrossFit. I mean, Kelly yeah. Starrett was the CrossFit mobility guy. I think right. now he might be doing his own thing. But um, what when you say it taught you how to move and more to life, give me a little bit more. Unpack the what you took away from that read. You know, um, I think one of my favorite things is he he talks about these two people in this book, um, and they're kind of they're getting ready to do this race, you know. And one guy is sitting there stretching, and he's looking at his 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 opponent, and he says, "Hey, man, um, I hope you're feeling fast today, because um, I'm feeling as fast as a leopard," you know. And the other guy looks back at him and he says, yeah, but when do you ever see a leopard stretch? You know, and, and that idea was just like, wow, you know, you know, you don't ever see a dog get ready to stretch before he sees a cat and chases after it. You know, it, it, he just sees it and goes, you know, and so that's kind of the idea behind becoming a supple leopard is preparing yourself for anything that comes to, you know, at hand. Right. So um, doing 15 minutes of mobility a day, um, it'll just make you ready for anything that comes up you know any daily tasks so you're you sometimes time that mobility because i watch you and you sometimes go a little more than 15 minutes if we're honest (laughs) absolutely i've seen you in there for about 30 to 45 but do you do that before your workout like um does it matter in your mind you know honestly i do it all throughout the day you know i usually try to get in um a stretch with some clients in the morning and then I'll do it before my own workout, and then I'll do it with some clients in the evening. Um, so I kind of get blessed to be able to sit down and talk with people, you know, multiple times a day and do mobility at the same time. Um, and the clients that, you know, have 
kind of taking that mentality and doing it at home as well, along with their workouts here, have really benefited from it for sure. Yeah, I mean, you have every single one. I mean, pretty much across the board is doing mobility. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the benefits that you've seen? And you train people of all ages. So mm-hmm. what are what are some things that you've seen in your clients? You know, I have a client that um, for years has had this back pain, um, and it would run down through his leg. And uh, he had gone and got you know, three or four different shots. And they told him the next thing that he was going to have to do is have surgery on his back. Um, and so he was a, a big non-believer on, um, on mobility. Oh, that, do- that doesn't work for me. You know, it's not going to make a difference. I had a trainer show me this before. And uh, it's just, you know, I had to work over time to kind of get him to trust me. Um, and one day I found a stretch for him. And we were stretching out his uh, QL, it stands for uh, Quadratus Lumborum. And uh, it changed his world. He uh, said the pain instantly went away. And this is like, you know, he had just talked to a doctor and the doctor said, you're going to need surgery. Next time you come in, we're going to have to set that up. And he said, okay, well, we'll see. Um, he came in to me and we did this stretch and instantly the pain went away. Um, and that's been about seven months now and he hasn't had any pain. He does. He do it. Does he do it every day? <laughs> um, he does it every time we work out, and then every now and then before he goes and play golf, he'll do it. Wow. So, um, pretty simple stretch, and uh, it, it has changed his world. And you know what else is? It, it's just opened his his eyes to try new things. You know. So if somebody wanted to, you know, engage and start with mobility, and you know, I think it's it's a great topic because. You know, we have a 60-minute class, mm-hmm. right, for the most part in terms of our CrossFit gym. Um, depending on the day, you know, as you've now been through several classes mm-hmm. and you've pr- probably took a class from most of all the coaches, you know, it's you're sometimes able to incorporate that and sometimes right. you can't because there's just a lot to do in mm-hmm. the class. You know, it's like we even talked about we had a coach's clinic a couple weeks ago and it's like, man, you know, it's... If we had 90 minutes, it'd be even better, right? But we don't. We have 60. And so even with our private training clients, right? So, um, but for someone who's maybe wanting to start, and we have a few people that do. They'll come in early Mm -hmm. and and do some mobility. But a lot of people don't know what to do, right? Right. They go, okay, yeah. You say back, okay, it hurts. Shoulder, it hurts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hips, yes, they're tight. You know, but it's Mm -hmm. like, where do I go? What do I start? How do I do this? Um, as far as starting out, you know, it's, uh, I think the best thing to do is, um, you know, find, uh, a couple movements that, you know, are lacking as far as position goes. If you can't squat all the way down, um, find some, you know, simple stretches. Um, the most important thing when it comes to stretching, and I found that it works for everybody is, you know, a lot of people when they first start stretching, they, they hate it. They say it hurts. It's uncomfortable. Um, and it's just the wrong idea. Uh, if you take, you know, you, you said I spend, you know, more than 15 minutes. It's, it's usually because I'm spending at least two minutes in a certain stretch. Um, and it's not two minutes of hurt, you know. If, if I've gone to where it hurts, I'm actually working against myself. Um, so usually when I do my stretch, I want to be in a position that I can have a conversation and still have that um that nice slight pull. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, you have a uh, 
a natural reaction for your muscles to contract. That's that's what keeps you from hyperextending or anything like that, or just um, you know a joint moving past its full range of motion. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what you want to do is stretch to where it's comfortable, and then you can hold that position. And over time, that should ease up. And have you, uh, have you are you familiar with Ramwad? Uh, I've seen a little bit about it, and I've wanted to try it out. Um, and so but, that is, you know, just for anybody who works out here, that's a resource we have. The gym has its own account, so it's mm-hmm. an actual gym account. And members are able to go turn on the TV. Some people already do this, but, right. you know, they can go. And I think, you know, there's actual targeted areas, right? So, mm-hmm. like, if your back, low back is tight, here's mm-hmm. a 15-minute ROMWAD. Right. Know? If your hips are tight, if your shoulders are tight, there's very targeted areas I gotcha. of, of, you know, mobility. Right. If people were, I wasn't sure if you'd seen that or heard of that before. Yeah, I've seen a little bit about it. Um, and I've, I think I've done one with a class, but that mm-hmm. was it. So, so um, great, great discussion on mobility. So now, kind of shifting back to CrossFit and mm-hmm. um where you are now, you know, being in it for now a few months, just kind of the very beginning, is this something that you could see kind of being something that you do long term, you know? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, it's given me a new challenge, and that's one thing that I've always liked was a challenge. Um, you know, and I, I kind of have my take on it, and maybe it's, um, you know, maybe other people have this take too. It's uh, instead of just pushing myself to. I hear a lot of people talk about that dark place and where they, you know, they just go into this zone and keep going. Um, one thing that I always do is I always just stay within my capabilities. You know, and um, and you know, it may not be the fastest time now, but uh, you know, that's why we're doing this is so we can be faster and we can be better than we were the you know the last time we did a certain workout or anything like that. Um, so yeah, absolutely. It, it would be something I could do long term. Um, and what are your how how what are your strengths and weaknesses right now? Since <laughs> you know, I the think, open is in you know we're in the full swing of the yeah. Long, the um, you know, I think my strengths right now are just uh, I really enjoy the Olympic lifts, but my weaknesses for sure are, are double unders, <laughs> and uh, um, I think. Uh, anything that's just like a super fast workout um i think i was one of your podcasts you were saying uh, like a fran like a uh. 21 59 i think that would just be the worst for me right now um you know because i know everybody wants to sprint through and get through it fast and i don't i you know where i'm at right now i probably wouldn't post a very good time um but uh i think that would probably be my weakest weakness right now sprint workout sprint and double workouts unders. and double unders for sure <laughs> um and then so abra's starting so that's pretty cool you guys yeah. obviously engaged to get married now you're in this crossfit journey together absolutely um so it, do you feel like it's gonna enhance your relationship is it going to be dangerously <laughs> competitive i think it'll get competitive um you know she's super competitive uh one you know when she learns these uh you know olympic lifts i think she'll be uh, a little bit more competitive she's got um a little bit better conditioning than i do i would say um 
you know, I took a boxing class with her one day, and she she's just an animal in there. And so uh, anytime it comes to something where we're just doing body weight and just going really fast, she's uh, she's really good at that well, stuff. Well, so. probably in a few months, we'll get her on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I always tell people, I go, you know, my wife, we've, uh, you know, Alicia, but we've had children, and yeah. she's been pregnant for a long time. It feels like, you know, just because of all the children and all the crammed years, well, after Kate, she got really into CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny because, like, probably before that, I mean, I was always more fit. You know, not mm-hmm. not bragging, just saying, like, she didn't really do CrossFit like when I started in 2008. Mm-hmm. And so we have Kate in 2012, and then all of a sudden she's, like, getting after it. <laughs> and then within a year, I'm like, man, she's beating me. Yeah. <laughs> and I laugh. I tell people, I'm like, man, there was once upon a time when I would beat my wife in workouts, you know. And so... You never know, man. She could just come in and. I have a feeling it'll happen. Yeah. Um, she's got a, a drive that uh, really impresses me um, every day for sure when it comes to stuff like that. And uh, I think she's going to get there soon. That's awesome. So. Uh, so, last question I ask everybody this on the podcast, and uh, you and I discussed this a lot when you were coming over to work here, but um, building better people. You know, it's the title of the podcast. It's uh, you know, a huge reason why we come here every day. The reason why we come here every day. What does that mean to you? You know, I think it's, um, to me, it's just, you know, lifting everybody up each and every day, you know, no matter what. You know, we all do these workouts and we have a, some of us have a really hard time. And, and the ones that don't, you know, it's our opportunity to come over there and say, man, you know what? I know that was tough, but you, you did a great job. And uh, so I think if we can, you know, constantly encourage each other, you know, even if we, even if we did bad, you know, and go and tell the person I did great, hey man, you did awesome. I want to be there one day. You know, I think it's, uh, I think it's a way to kind of build each other up there. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.